Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with part three of favorite movies from that era, specifically 2010 to 2019. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. Okay, first off, I'm not naked. <laughs> I just Thank need you. to put that out there in the beginning. Because the way that it looks right now, it looks like I'm naked. Um, and the second thing is that I've booked my birthday trip to New York. I got a pretty good deal on it. Um, shout out to American Express credit cards. If you don't have one, you should sign up for one. Even the free ones offer really great benefits, uh, which included $250 off $500 of uh, United, if you book through United Airlines's like webpage, I guess. Um, so it ended up saving us $250. And wow. now I've been nonstop watching what to eat in New York videos. And I have a map of food places that I want to go to. Hmm. What are a couple? Uh, let me pull up my map, oh, actually. you memorized the map yet? <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I have not. Because some of these names are, like, kind of strange. Like, I don't... People don't name things. Like, memorable things. Unless mm. you go there all the time, I guess. Every time I'm in New York, I spend an obscene amount of money because I'm with Amy, like my friend who's an investment banker, or used to be. She makes bank and she's like, let's go to Michelin star. I was like, okay, I don't want to like, I don't want to say no. Um, those are not the type of places that I'm going to look at. <laughs> um, so coffee shops. I have a place called Sweet Moments, Core Coffee, Urban Backyard. Um, I'm not going to list all of them. This is like, I'm just going to list the ones that I can pronounce and that I easily spot on my list. Um, bagel and small stacks, small snacks, Essa bagel, Brooklyn bagel and coffee company, Liberty bagels, Midtown, um, for pizza. I have scars pizza, but I also heard Joe's pizza is good. Um, lunch, sweet greens, Bondi sushi, which I heard on YouTube shorts has like a $32, like omakase like lunch thing. Do you know yeah. how much omakase is here? The cheapest one I could find was like $100. Yes, but I think it's only like you only get two. Like you had an appetizer, um, two or four like sushi things. And then you get like two hand rolls or something like that. It's like not bad, but it's not like amazing. Hmm. It's still cheap. You don't even like raw fish that much. Yeah, but like it's a like it's about the experience. <laughs> Good vibes. Yeah, because like I see, like I'm such a like trend follower sometimes, and I'm like I see so much omakase on my like newsfeed and stuff, like on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, like I feel like I have to try it because of this. I'm glad you're immersing yourself into trying new things and forcing yourself to try things you normally do not like. Yeah, I mean it's not that I don't like them. I just think it's like wait like because omakase is like you it's like the like sushi rice it always comes with mm -hmm. like sushi rice and i find that like it's wasteful to eat the rice at sushi if you can just eat the raw fish mm -hmm. retweet yeah so i'm just really like it's more about like bang for your buck more like more than like not really liking it as much and it's supposed to be like good quality sushi right yeah i mean yeah i guess the only good quality we've had is that one place we love in Kitchener, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, also on the list, Shake Shack, because mm -hmm. classic. I have never been. Yeah. Um, ice cream and boba. Uh, boba Guys. Milk and cream cereal bar. Levain Bakery. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Whipped Urban Dessert Lab. And then there's donuts. And then a special... Um, flushing which we not might we might not even trek to because it's so far away hmm. but it's like the better chinatown and it's like where all the youtubers go meet if they're asian <laughs> if you're white don't even think about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they're not even going to serve you there <laughs> you know that scene and always be my maybe where um if you don't speak Cantonese, they're like kind of rude to you in the dim sum shop. Yeah. Yeah, basically that. Nice. <laughs> I hate it, but I love it. 
yeah exclusivity <laughs> but no it's it's fine it's just like things are cheap there there's a lot of good like i don't know asian eats there and stuff um but it is i originally thought that it was like manhattan new york but it's not it's in queens <laughs> i too thought manhattan would be like even just like the island itself like i thought that would be is it an island mm-hmm. okay the island itself is like more walkable like i assumed like walking from end to end would take maybe like what 40 50 minutes but it's long It's like LA. <laughs> oh god. I would say LA is worse. I think you'll like New York more. I think so too. And I don't know why. Like I... you're you're an East Coast gal. Maybe that <laughs> that true maybe truly that is it. Or like cuz we went to LA before and I just didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to love it. Went to Vancouver, didn't love that as much as I thought. Maybe East Coast gal. Yeah. I mean, you like East Toronto, Coast. so East Coast gal. Yeah. And Montreal. Mm, East Coast, yeah, true. Yeah. Affordable Anyways. foods. This foodie adventure. I am so <laughs> jealous. I have been to New York like three times, and I have never gone on this foodie experience. Um, Take pics. I did. Ha- I Well, I have invited you multiple yeah. times onto the trip. <laughs> Sad. Um, so. I mean, wait. When are you going again? I am going. Um, <laughs> I also haven't memorized this. <laughs> um, the eleventh to the seventeenth of oh, August. Okay, good to know. Hmm. Yeah. There is a weekend in there because you did say, "Why aren't you going on the weekend?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll look into it. If one of my vacations falls through, then wow. Okay. I'm there. <laughs> you know, Jordan would like you guys there. Aw, Mick was like, yeah, why aren't we going? And I was like, you have three weeks. Calm down. You're already using two of them. <laughs> um, but I am planning my own birthday trip. Oh. I think I talked about this last time. It's like, if you don't want disappointment, <laughs> do everything yourself. <laughs> um, well, well, it's like... <laughs> yeah, we'll have a local um, birthday. Um, make Jordan plan that one. No. Um, if I want things to be done the way that I want them to be done, it's not that I don't trust him to plan like a good birthday. Like I do. And I think he would, but I am too much of a control freak to, um, wait for him to spring into action. And I say this because if we even waited a couple of hours, our trips would like our trip would have been $200 more expensive. I like it because it's like East Coast personality meets West Coast personality. This is truly where they diverge. <laughs> it's just like, it's like that alone is like, I okay, like if you want what you want, then you have to do it yourself, which is such an like Asian mom mentality. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not that I don't trust him. I think he'd do great, but he just doesn't do things as fast as I would like him to be done. Sorry, Jordan. Jordan. Sorry, you're slow. I I don't think he minds. Like, I think he prefers that I do things and then just, like, consult him if I need help. But he actually prefers that I don't because he's very much an easygoing person. Anyways, what's your update for this week? I got two updates. Um, Accutane. This is week three now? I think, yeah. So... I was pretty, I was feeling kind of like lightheaded and dizzy and I wasn't sure if it was because like I went to Wonderland and I get like, I was motion sickness before, but now this time every ride makes me motion sickness. And I took a gravel beforehand because I felt like this would happen. Every ride made me so sore and I was still kind of dizzy like the day after and then the day after that I was still dizzy too. So I was like, oh my God, maybe it's my medication. And then Nick was like, oh my God, I'm kind of dizzy too. So we took a COVID test. We're both negative. So it's not my medication. I mean, maybe it could have been, but I took it last night. Everything's good. My face is still yucky. I'm still able to stay home from work because I was like, listen, uh, it's not great. Please don't look at me. So I am not wearing any makeup. I'm showing the world how my journey is. Knock on wood. I don't have to wear makeup when this is over, but we'll see. Second update. I was telling Wanda, I went to Good Life, the gym next door for their fitness assessment. 
Um, I met with a man named Dobby. Uh, he's the manager at Good Life. He was great. He was like, let's look at your foundation first, like your mobility, uh, stretching and everything. And there are a lot of things wrong with me, apparently, which were actually really great that he pointed out because I never knew. The way I walk is I walk toes first instead of heel first. Like I kind of walk on my tippy toes and I was like, holy shit. I remember I did that as a kid and my mom would like keep pointing it out, but I kept doing it because I felt like the floor was always so dirty and I had to be quiet too because my dad was always sleeping. So I would always walk on my tippy toes and that has continued to now. And he was like, yeah, that's not good. Uh, the way you walk is like very strange. Uh, you should fix that because that's bad and you're putting a lot of unnecessary stress onto your feet. Um, and he was like, you walk and stand a lot, but you're doing it improperly. And he looks like pointing at my knees too. And he's like, there's a lot of hypertension in your knees because they kind of like bend forward. I'm going to show you next time I see you in person. But like he said, my knees should be like this, but they're like this. They kind of go in together. And he was like, that's really bad. Like you could tear your ACL. Like you can't squat properly because of that. Like it's like it's, it's just going to result in a lot of unnecessary harm to you in your future. He's like, and you're young now, so it's good that like we're trying to fix this now before it gets really bad. Um, where else? My shoulders. I hunch all the time. And he was like, you need to fix your posture. Your shoulders should be like straight up. And I always do this because I'm at my desk working. Um, and when I raised my arms, it was uneven. It didn't raise like properly. You could see like one arm was like strong. My left arm for some reason is stronger than my right arm. Um, and even when I'm like lifting forward, my left arm goes up faster. So everything about my stretching and mobility was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was poor. He said my core was great for some reason, which is like, I'll take it. Uh, even when I was doing a push exercise. Yeah, he was like, you're not using your chest properly, you're using more of your shoulder. And I was like, holy shit, no one's ever pointed that out to me yet. So I think that'd be good. Um, and then we like went in for like a consultation part and he was basically telling me like, this is how much weight you need to lose. This is how much body fat you need to lose. And he's telling me I need to eat four to six meals a day, which is insane to me. Cause I was like, yeah, I eat like two meals. And he's like, no, that's not enough. And I was like, okay. And he was like, how much water do you drink? For reference, this is my water bottle for the listeners. It's about 1.2 liters. And I said, I fill this up about two, three times a day. And he said, well, during this consultation, you haven't drank a sip of water. And in my head, I'm like, it's because you scare the shit out of me. Like, I'm too nervous to drink any water. And he put, I drink five glasses of water a day. And he was like, it should be like minimum 10. And I was like, but like I do. And he was like, well, we're going to go with a low number here because I don't think you do. I was like, mm, I don't like where this is going. And I told him I ate two meals and he was like, okay. So two meals, that means you get about two servings of veggies a day. It should be about six to eight. And I was like, mm, okay. And he's like, your protein, probably not enough too, because you're only eating two meals. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's true. And you could say that for anyone too. Um, but yeah, so he said the first six weeks, we're going to work on my foundation, my mobility, stretching and everything. And then we would do body weight resistance and everything. So it'd be a phase approach. And I was like, okay, whatever. I think it's good. Like personal trainer pushes me. And then we get to the money part. And let me just read you the numbers. It is insane amount of number. One year, three times a week, $396 bi-weekly. And then I said, no, this is a little bit too much. He said, okay, we have another one. Six months, three times a week, $414 bi-weekly. I was like, what the hell? Why is the price going up? And then he said, okay, what about for you one year, one to two times a week, $264 bi-weekly. And I was still like, holy shit, that means each session is going to be $130. And he was like, we'll be with you like every step of the way. Like you'll be motivated to go to the gym because, you know, someone will be there watching you and monitoring you and, and, you know, like you can make progress and stuff. Like we're a team. And he kept saying like, let's do this. Let's get started today. And thankfully, I would have caved under that pressure because, you know, I give into peer pressure so easily. And I was like, oh, I only have my work phone on me. And he was like, oh, you're going to use your work credit card to pay for this? And I said, no, 
I have to think about this. I don't think I'd be spending money today. And then he was like, okay, well, like, I, like, let, like let's do this. Like, do you want to go back and get your credit card? And I said, no, can I take a picture and think about it? And he said, what do you need to think about? Like, you're making, you're investing in yourself. And I said, I have rent to pay. I have like a million things to pay. I have vacations and stuff coming up. I, I can't, I don't know if I can afford this right now. And he was like, Maggie, like, think about it. If you had to go to the doctor or like dentist or something, this is my prescription to you. Like, this is what you need to do to improve yourself. And he was like, in a year's time, you're going to be a new Maggie. You're going to be more attractive. You're going to have more confidence in yourself. Um, like your sex life will improve. Like everything will be better. And I was like, what the fuck? And now I feel like I'm being gaslit a little bit. And then I was like, okay, well, thank you. But like, I, I have to think about this. Can I take a picture and I'll call you if anything? And he was like, okay, when are you going to call me? What time today? Like, I need a yes or a no. I was like, okay, let me, let me think about it. Anyways, I think um, he was great. Thanks, Dobby. But um, just the ending part kind of left a sour taste in my mouth and kind of made me a little sad, not going to lie. I teared up a little bit in my head because I was like, man, am I just like the ugly fat version of myself right now? Anyways, that's my update. I can't believe this wasn't, like, your beef. I have a crush. I didn't want to make it a negative thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I have comments, and I have questions. Okay. Um, did he tell you that you don't sit properly? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> he was like, my squats don't go low enough. And because, and he said, like, because of your knees, too, you're leaning more towards, like, one side. Like, it looks unstable. Um. When he says that you don't go low enough, how low did you go? Like, did you go to 90 degrees or did no. you go lower? Oh, okay. I did not go to 90. I think when he pointed out, he was like, it goes to 53 degrees. I was like, oh, shit, okay. that's bad. That's very exact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And with him on that, then, mm -hmm. don't take nutritional advice from a personal trainer. Unless they're, like, a nutritional type person. Because, like, I've read a lot about this on, like, Reddit and other, like, people, like, saying about their experiences and stuff. And no matter what you're doing, they'll tell you you're doing it wrong. So, like, oh, for example, like, you eating two meals a day, and if that's what works for you, I think that is great as long as you're getting in enough protein if your goal is to gain muscle. Which, like, your co the, his comment about protein, like, probably correct. I think most people don't get enough protein in their diet. So I'm with him on that. But eating, like, you, if eating two meals gets you the nutrients you need in a day, you don't need to eat four to six meals. Yeah. Uh, I The idea of that kind of makes me nauseous. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, yeah, he seemed, like, very set on four to six meals and that – he was not wrong. And, and I, I think that argue. is a red flag too yeah. if you're looking for like a personal trainer of any sort is that if they're unwilling to budge around like what you I guess like what makes you comfortable and what is already good because like the best part like the best thing to build a routine is like kind of like slowly incorporating like small changes such that like eventually like it builds into a routine that you want to keep. But then with him, he's mm -hmm. like, let's change this and this and this and this. And it's like not listening to what your goals are and what you want to do is kind of like red flaggy. Yeah, it's it was a little bit strange because I was also like, well, OK, so for me, I, I told him like I've tried to like go on this health journey and get really into working out. But like I always fall off the wagon and it's hard to get back up. And he was like, okay, so what triggers that? And I said, usually like a really bad day. Like if I'm eating out like one day or something, then like it's hard for me to get back into it. And from there, I would have thought he'd be like moderation and stuff. But then he was like, so how much, do you, like how, do you drink alcohol? Do you drink coffee? Do you eat fast food? And he would give me check marks if I said no and put an X if I said yes to any of them. And he was, so that to me was like kind of concerning because I was like, you can't even have a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of coffee, a little bit like a fast food or something. So he was a very stick to it kind of guy. Like, I think there might be like some of the things that he says, like with mobility and stuff might have some merit to it. The nutritional stuff, probably not. The whole like gaslighting on the water situation, like that's a little messed up. Like why? Yeah, it felt yeah, I think that was everything was going well up until the the water thing was the first thing we talked about when we got back. 
And I was like, whoa, whoa, what? We've only been here together for like 45 minutes. You've made me do like light exercise. I don't need to drink water right now. I'm not thirsty. Yeah, and the final, like, pushing you that hard, that is, like, I okay. So, like, he's a salesperson first and foremost, so I think, like, the more he critiques about you, like, the more that he thinks is going to make his sale. So, like, if you think that you have all these things wrong with you and, like, you need to make drastic changes that you can't make yourself, I think that's what his selling tactic is. Hmm. Um. And then pushing you at the end is like a huge no-no. Like if that was me, I'd be like, I'm never coming back to this gym again. Definitely made me very uncomfortable. And now I know his hours. So I'm going to go when he's not there. This is like, so I like kind of did like a fitness assessment at like the old gym that I used to go to. And like at the end, like the guy was like pushing me, like not as hard as this guy was, but like, I was like, okay, like I'll think about it. And he's like, no, no, no. Like you have to like, like, this is the like time limit or something you have to tell me by the end of today or something or like and this is like the best price blah 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 i'm like okay like i'm just gonna go work out let me think about it and i never talked to him again did you ever and run I was into like, him again yes but i just like was with other people so i just like booked past him or just like i waved high or something i never said anything to him again and like part like because of him it made my gym experience a lot worse Ugh. Because I was, like, scared to run into him again because I never really, like, told him I was, like, like yes or no kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think you should, like, just not call him. Like, I don't think you should, like, reach out to him. Like, if he comes up to you next time, you'll just be like, ah, oh, it's not for me. And just, like, try to, like, finish the conversation as fast as possible. Yeah. I'm I think, weak. like... Yeah, like minimal, like honestly, like at that point, it's just like minimal in contact. Like you don't have to like go flat out ignoring him, but I think you should just be like, like I thought about it and it's not for me. Like you don't owe him anything. Yeah. All the ladies out there who are like me and given to peer pressure, you don't owe them anything. I am proud of you though for not saying yes. I don't have any payment methods, so. I'm proud of you (laughs) for not bringing any payment methods. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that you didn't you think you would have if you had like your credit card on you i think i would have been yeah oh damn yeah because he now that i think about it yeah he really like hammers down on your like self-esteem a little bit and like talking about your sex life very inappropriate yeah i did not love that yeah and it's not like you like mention anything you're like oh like i need help in my like sexual health or something like if he's the one that brings it up like you never said it was a concern like yeah why (laughs) like it's weird like why talk about this like maybe other people have this concern but like again not for you he's not a great salesperson he was very pushy a little bit scary yeah i remember i was like recounting this to nick and i was like tearing up a little bit too and i was like man now that i think about it it's not that great I mean, he had a lot of merit, though. A lot of stuff I think I'm going to incorporate more. Like, now I'm kind of calorie tracking. I, I really hate calorie tracking, but I think it's good for me to see, like, how much protein am I really getting? How many veggies am I eating? How many calories am I eating per day? So I'm going to do that for a week, and now I'm going to do, like, some stretching every day. See if that improves. And maybe I will get some friends to watch me work out and yell at me. Hey, Wanda, okay. what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't think you need like friends to yell at you. I think you could uh, go with like positive reinforcement as well. Yeah. Nick said that he would help me. And I said, but will you really like yell at me like Dobby would though? And he was like, no, I don't think I'd be that mean. Yeah. I don't. Why would you, why would you want someone that, that, that mean while you're working out? to fear how much I love him. (laughs) I want to love how much I fear him. Well, that's something you should unravel in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but proud of you for you. not saying yes to him, and just don't give him the time of day. He does not. He does not deserve an ounce more of your time. But I'm mm-hmm. glad some of the things that he did say, like stretching, could be added to your daily routine, which I think yeah. is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Got a got a long list of things to work on, but again. Take it with it, like take the yeah. list with a grain of salt. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, I need some positive reinforcement to myself. 
I think that's gonna be my biggest motivation, not the negative things, the positive things. Like, this is great, but here's how we can be better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Live growth, people. Mm hmm. Now I'm truly unapologetically me. <laughs> no um, more sorries. JK wait, wrong channel. Wrong channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your beef or crush of the week? So I guess my beef kind of also goes back to body issues, but specifically how shorts are made these days. So I've been on the hunt for my perfect pair of shorts. And I don't know if it's just the style these days um, or my body is just not made correctly to what stores think that most bodies look like. But the shorts that fit my waist never fit me in the hips and the thighs. And when I say they don't fit, I mean that they flare out. So like if this is my leg, shorts fit like this. Sorry, audio listeners. Like it's like there's such a big gap between my leg and like the shorts and they flare out at the hips. Mm. And like because of that, it makes my hips look absolutely just like massive. And I feel like I look bigger than I would if I like not wearing these shorts. But then because of the excess fabric of me not filling in the hips, it bunches and it makes like weird, like um, sometimes I get like, not really a camel toe, but maybe like a moose knuckle type of situation, which I know is like the guy form of like when your balls are shown, but that's what happens to me. It like kind of like bulges at like the hip area of the, all the excess fabric. And I'm like, wait, like, is it because when, like, people who are white, who, like, are the size that I am, have bigger hips and legs than I do? Like, am I just, just is my Asian body just not built for white clothes? <laughs> I don't think so. I would say, I don't know, because, like, the type of shorts that we were talking about, I've seen this, like, tiktoker who's asian review them and like and she like raves about them all the time so she's not white i think okay. it's just different they say they're curve love but yes and it, so i've tried abercrombie jeans and they have that issue where it's like mm -hmm. the thigh holes are just so big and the hips have so much bunching but then if i go like a size down then it doesn't fit me properly in the waist um i have this problem with Topshop as well. So I've been making a lot of purchases and a lot of returns, um, which has been very unfortunate. And like, I've been watching a lot of like reviews on like um, YouTube and stuff of people like in shorts and they're like, oh, these shorts are really good. And then like, I go buy them and I'm like, they don't fit me the same way that they fit this person, which is like, yes, like they shouldn't because everybody's kind of different. But also like I watch people that think that look like me apparently the camera like morphs <laughs> also maybe they're paid to say this stuff but like i see them i see them in these shorts i'm like okay they look good on them like i don't like i don't like i take everything with like a grain of salt and like i have to see it for myself i'm like okay like you have a similar body type to me you look good in these shorts i'm gonna try these shorts too and they just fit me drastically differently and i'm like heck I wish I could give you some advice, but uh, this is a very common problem with every woman in the clothing industry, so you are not alone. Um, if you find some cool shorts, let me know, though, because I'm, I also have this problem. <laughs> yeah, I... As someone who wears most of their weight on their lower stomach, and their just general, like, stomach area, I just can't seem to find things that fit me properly. Oh. Again, you are not alone. I know Mindy Kaling has said in her book too, clothes fit her best when they are customized and who has that kind of money for a custom designer? She did say something about having like a tailor and becoming best mm -hmm. friends with her tailor though. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, if I'm gonna pay like $40 for shorts, which is already like an insane amount of money for shorts and then spend like $100 <laughs> on a tailor. like It's to make them look really good. Like, Mindy yeah. looks amazing, and she's she's not, like, white. She's not skinny. Like, she has a great body. She makes the clothes fit her. 
Yeah. I guess I shouldn't make this like a race issue. I, this is like an all women kind of <laughs> issue. I'm sorry. I shouldn't make this a race issue. Nice. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I hope it will get better. I just think clothing sizes are just super weird and deformed lately, like even more than usual. That's why I couldn't tell if I was like gaining weight or like more bloated than usual. But yeah, everything has just been like super weird lately. Yeah. Um, and it's strange because like a lot of clothing brands are moving into the like more inclusive sizes. So having even smaller sizes and having even bigger sizes. But somehow, not, mm -hmm. still not as inclusive as we would like it to be. Mm -hmm. They just, yeah, they just don't get women's bodies. <sighs> Anyways, what's your beef or crush of the week? My crush is Halsey. I went to the Halsey concert a couple days ago. Um, Ticketmaster had this promotion where it was like $25 for lawn tickets. It was great. Um, plus side, to everyone who goes to Budweiser stage um, in Toronto, you can actually bring in food. It just has to be like plastic wrapped. Yeah, I looked this up too because I was looking up something about water because I was like, there's no way I'm going to pay like $5 for a bottle of water. I get so thirsty. Um, and Nick was like, are you sure you should look up the rules? And I did. And I was like, holy shit, I found out now you can bring in food. You can bring in one bottle of water, a backpack. Um, yeah, that's it. It has to be a sealed bottle, plastic bottle of water though. Um, but way better than like paying $5 there is the principle of the matter. So yeah, I went with Prabby. Um, it was a great concert. I love her. There were so many songs I did not know. I knew maybe like three songs. It was great. I'm in my Halsey phase right now. There's so many good songs. I think you would like her too, actually. She has a lot of like, I think you do like her, but I think she has a lot of like emo punk, pop punk songs. Yeah, um, when she came out with You Should Be Sad, um, I went through a whole Halsey phase for like a couple of months. Um, nice. I'm pretty sure she was my crush of the week on the pod. If, I think like, I remember this now. Yes. Multiple weeks we talked back. about without me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is now my crush. I did not have a big Halsey face. I just liked her casually. But now I'm really into her. She's great. She has great breath control. She's a great singer. Yeah. She is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Holy. Um, what else did I have to say? Oh, yeah. Um, my next concert is One Republic. I will be bringing a feast in. And for all of you guys too, save money, bring in a feast. So when you say plastic wrap, like, do you mean like sealed bags are okay? Like uh, a chip bag thing? It has to be clear. That's the only thing. Oh, okay. So you could buy a bag of chips and then put it in a Ziploc bag. Oh, so you can just bring Ziploc bag things mm -hmm. of food in. Mm, I have to check that because I'm, I think it said plastic wrap, but I'm sure I saw someone bringing in a Ziploc bag with food. Okay, Wait. but like, so you can plastic wrap your food? I guess so, yeah. Huh. Like the saran wrap thing. But I also saw someone with a plastic case of muffins behind me. So maybe like any clear container. Yeah, I guess so. Now, we'll move on to our favorite movies from the 2010 to 2019. Wanda, give us your first favorite movie from the 2010s okay. to 2019s. So I talked about this last time, but... 22 Jump Street is one of my most iconic favorite movies to ever exist. I don't know why. I hate 21 Jump Street, but 22, the jokes in it are just so like chef's kiss. They're like jokes that are puns, not like slapstick humor, which is like I think the difference between 21 and 22. So, for example, there was this part where called 22 jump street now because they had to move across the street and then there was like a thing that's like a sign across the road that was like coming soon 23 jump street and like they kind of like made a riff off of that and i thought that was great anyways <laughs> instead of korean jesus they have vietnamese jesus yeah appreciate it so inclusive love it so inclusive <laughs> Um, I remember so vividly watching this in theaters with you and you died laughing so hard every like other second. I remember the Schmidt sleeping with the captain's daughter thing literally had you in stitches like you could not stop laughing about it. Um, so this makes sense why it was your favorite movie. 
It was also, there's a scene where um, it, it it's the scene where the captain finds out that he's been sleeping with his daughter and like Channing Tatum's character is in the background like behind his office just like laughing on the glass <laughs> and that was my cover photo for multiple years on Facebook because it was just chef's kiss Channing Tatum Channing Tatum should only be in those kinds of roles <laughs> I like he was pretty good and she's the man too mm, he should only be in those two types of roles <laughs> Oh, don't typecast him. <laughs> I forgot we saw it together. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember so vividly. <laughs> I, yeah, so I guess like this one <laughs> isn't that surprising. Um, will it hold up? Yes, I am probably gonna watch it again tonight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking about it. It was pretty great. I know a lot of people on TikTok at one point were just like reciting um, Schmidt's poem. Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, does for so- Cynthia. <laughs> it, it like should have won an Oscar, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Is it on your list? Um, no, it actually isn't. It's a great movie though. Um, what's yours my favorite obviously is the avengers it was it literally blew my mind watching it i love that movie so much i've seen it probably 50 times um it just really like sparked my whole it wasn't the first marvel movie i watched but it was the first one that i was like holy shit this is amazing and it was the only thing i talked about for so long and i remember seeing it in theaters at least three times so this is a great movie will it hold up today Yes. Um, is our society being oversaturated by all these Marvel movies? Yes. Will I still continue to watch it? Probably. I think I'm behind actually on a lot of shows. Um, I think my only commentary about the Marvel movies is that I'm a little bit sad that you have to watch so many movies to get the inside scoop and get the Easter eggs and jokes and stuff. Um, and yeah, you could laugh and stuff, but like you won't really appreciate it until you've really watched the other stuff leading up to it which i think is kind of a pain because then you can't get new fans and a new fan base into it yeah i don't know like jordan like watched them like here and there and he was like fine but he did ultimately end up watching like every single one in order mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see but, like you can get but you it's okay though because you can watch them like sparingly and then like if you really get into it then you can invest in the time to watch it from the beginning yeah true Harry Potter, but like, there's less continuity. I think there's so much continuity in Marvel, and we know yeah. I have commitment issues. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm shocked that Avengers was the movie that kind of got you into Marvel. It like really got me into Marvel. Like this was the thing that made me really obsessed because I think I watched the stuff leading up to it, but I think it was only what Iron Man, Captain America. Which were great movies. The first Iron Man was great. The first Captain America was great. I think when it came out, though, I didn't really appreciate it at the time because I was young. And now I think I recently went back to watch it and I appreciated Iron Man. It was great. The first Captain America, I just thought he was hot. I didn't think it was a great movie. Yeah, okay. I can can see that. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Um, Okay. What? Oh, yeah. The Thor movie, too didn't really appreciate i thought it was kind of like not my thing i didn't like the first like okay so thor ragnarok is like my next i guess favorite movie but i didn't like the first few thors because it was Mm -hmm. very like like i think it was like a director choice kind of thing they changed directors from like one two and then ragnarok but yeah first like two directors it was more dark and like gloomy and like i think that was just the general vibe of what Thor was back in the day Actually, Thor 1 was okay. Thor 2, not so great. <laughs> yeah, they made him really not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, But then Kai Waititi. Taika Waititi? Yeah. Taika Waititi came and just, like, I guess, blew the doors right, like, wide open. Even though he's, like, a very problematic person, um, he does have, like, good, I guess, directing skills. He seems like a really great, he's great at his job, like acting, directing, but yeah, his personal life, I hear some weird stuff. 
Yeah, um, a lot of issues with his ex-wife. Um, <laughs> a lot of issues. <laughs> but um, if we can put that to the side just for now. Well, not put, to, to put it to the side. We're only looking but... at him professionally. <laughs> yeah, looking at him professionally, but stay t- still taking into account that he is a problematic person. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he is um, Thor, great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Ragnarok, so funny. Um, what's her name? Who played, like, Natalie Portman? No, who's like it's like Helga. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was like an amazing. I love her. Sister Hella. Hella, Hella. I was like Helga, Helen. (laughs) I was like none of these feel right. (laughs) But yeah, and I was like Loki, and then it was just really great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I just had to like that. You talking about the Avengers triggered this. This is the movie that I constantly go back to and can rewatch constantly. Same. Um, okay, another one of my favorites is Booksmart, the movie that came out in 2019. And I know Juana doesn't really like it that much, but I thought it was so funny, so great. It's featuring, it's directed by Olivia Wilde, uh, Caitlin Dever, and Beanie Feldstein, Jonah Hill's sister. Um, I think it is super funny. It's like a coming of age kind of movie. These two nerdy girls in high school. They're like super into their studies, super into Ivy Leagues, and you're like the general rule at that high school is you can't talk about what university you get into. So they're thinking they're top shit, and then they find out like the rest of their peers had also gotten into Ivy League schools too. So their peers had a good balance where they could party and also get into these great schools. And these girls were like, we're gonna be better than them because we don't party. And then they're like, let's party. And I think it's just such a great movie. I could not even, like, I couldn't, I tried watching it. I couldn't finish it. I don't think I even got, like, 20 minutes in. And I was like, this is mm, not for me. I love that movie. I've only watched it twice, but I really enjoy that movie. Like, I only found out about it, like, very recently. Probably last year. But I love it. I think I confused this movie with, like, 8th grade. Is that the Bill Burnham one? Elsie Fisher? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't finish that movie. It was too crazy. Okay. Maybe I watched that one. Now mm-hmm. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I feel like you would love uh, Booksmart. It's on Prime, I think. Um, it's on Netflix, too. Oh. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Oh, also, will it stand up today? Yes, it will stand up because it just came out like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 2019. <laughs> <laughs> if it couldn't stand up, like that would be problematic. <laughs> yes. Okay. What's your favorite um, so going on to the trend, I thought this movie came out in 2020, but it was actually 2019. Um, same director, Jojo Rabbit. Um, same this thing. Movie I only watched me. it two weeks ago. Oh, okay. That's okay. You watched it though. That's good. <laughs> I watched this on the airplane coming back from Vancouver. We laughed, we cried, expressed joy, sadness, the whole spectrum of emotion. Um, just so funny. <laughs> and it like takes like a very like important topic and like makes it like it's like a comedy but like it's a drama and then there's like that part where you find i don't want to spoil it because it is still a relatively new movie even though it's like two three years old but it's just like the kid acting is so good in this movie (laughs) he has that one friend like the chubby little british boy i forget his name like augie or something like that yeah i literally love that kid so much he was so sweet and he was just like you could see he was on the wrong side but he was like i don't really understand why i'm here and i think that's kind of like a commentary too where it's like most people who were part of like um i guess the nazi youth didn't really know what they were doing Mm -hmm. they were kind of just part of it because that's what you were to do yeah um side story I saw a clip of Taika Waititi's interview about Jojo Rabbit because he directed it and he was also Hitler in that movie. And yeah. he was like, I'm the most lazy actor. I don't do any research. Hitler, I didn't even bother trying to do a German accent. I just did my impression of him. <laughs> that is what our podcast is. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. I feel like it would have been bad if he actually did research. Like, I'm glad he like did it to his own thing. Yeah. Um, to be fair, most of the time Hitler was like coked out on meth. So, thanks. <laughs> Who was the real Hitler? Really? <laughs> What's your next one? 
Ooh. Um, it's the same director, but um, I'm going to say, oh man, okay, I'm gonna say Little Women. I, okay, at first I was gonna say Ladybird because I saw it on the airplane and I loved it so much. It was so angsty and weird, but now I think more about it and I'm like, I think I like, um, oh, Ladybird was also the first time I met Timothy Chalamet and I fell in love with him, but I fell more in love with him in Little Women. I just thought it was such a beautiful movie. Um, I really like their take on Amy, who is a very hated character in Little Women from the original books, and they made her like pretty likable. And that's when I also met Florence Pugh, who I also love. Um, will it survive today? Yes, it will. Um, do I rewatch it? Hmm. No, I only found out about it again, like a couple years ago. Um, it's not a funny movie, it's more of like a beautiful movie to watch in my free time. I've been tempted to watch it, but I haven't, I just haven't been in the right mind space to mm -hmm. watch it. Yeah, you really do have to be in the right mindset, because it is a little bit slow, but mm -hmm. um, I think it's very beautiful. Is it like, um, like kind of like historic? Like is it in like a different era? Yeah, uh, okay. kind of like the I don't I want to say the Regency era, but like not really. More of like the era after that, like the working class, nineteen hundreds probably, eighteen hundreds. No, the Regency era was like the eight, like the early eighteen hundreds. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, so it was after that. So they still wore like fancy things and they had balls and stuff, but you saw more of like the working class side of it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because I've been really into Bridgerton. Um, <laughs> so it might be the right time for me to watch this movie. Mm, yeah, Bridgerton is more of like the rich people side. Oh, okay. Well, now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you um, do see like parts of it. So I guess it's like a little bit after the Regency era. Okay. I mean, I don't think like, okay, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll consider it. I'll mm -hmm. add it to my watch list. What's your favorite? Okay, so next one is part of the Twilight movies, um, the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> I, did not know think, I did not think you'd seriously say it, though. Like, I thought I, you liked it. I didn't think it was, like, a favorite. No, this is, like, Whoa. all the Twilight movies. Like, so what Harry Potter was to Maggie was what Twilight was to me. Um, Less it. obsession, though, I guess. <laughs> I love it. Um, but the first, like, the first few movie, like, the first movie was fine. The second movie got a lot worse. The third movie got a lot worse. Part one, Breaking Dawn, was pretty good. But then part two, very good. There's such a, like, good little ending tidbit in there. Um, like, a great, great fight scene. I don't know. I think it's the, like, I think it's the ending that really gets me in that movie. Like, everything else is just, like, fine. Like, she finally, like... Bella finally becomes a vampire. She's super strong. It's kind of cool. Um, they have a daughter. There's a weird little segment in there about like Jacob grooming their daughter. <laughs> but apparently we just brush past that. <laughs> Surprised there wasn't more commentary and questions about why this was okay. But I think because they were both ethical things. Mm -hmm. I guess people were okay with it at the time. And I think yeah. because Twilight was still on like kind of a high, no one was really going to question it that much. I mean, like, it makes sense. Like, it ties everything together well, and it gives him the happy ending as well. But also, it's a very, very questionable happy ending. Because he does some say something like, oh, like, when she's growing up, I'll be her older brother, and then I'll be her boyfriend or something. I'm like, oh. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Um, also, with, like, imprinting, which is, like, like, what werewolves do when they find, like, their soulmate, like, the werewolf imprints, but does the other person have a choice? Unconsensual grooming. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, do you, does the other person feel the same, like, thing? Like, do they have to, like, be with this person? Like, is there, like, is there free will there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is great questions for Stephanie Meyer. Um, um, they're not going to be answered. I hope, no. well, like, honestly, I hope they're not answered because it's like, 
I feel like an, once an author comes back and tries to clarify things or add things to like an already published like story, it just like adds fuel to a fire that we don't need. Yeah. Looking at you, J.K. Rowling. Yuck. Big yuck. Anyways, what's your next one? My next favorite is Rogue One. It's it's from the Star Wars um, franchise. It's a spinoff of it. Um, I just thought that movie was so good. I have rewatched that movie so many times because the acting is great. Um, I really like, uh, oh shoot, what's that guy's name? He, he plays Ip Man. Donnie, Donnie Wu? Donnie something? He's, he, anyways, if you've seen Ip Man, you, you'll know him. But he's so great. He's a great actor. Um, I won't spoil it, but it's like, yeah, it doesn't have a great ending, but I really enjoyed that movie. It kind of like set the precedent of if you're going to do a one-shot movie and try to milk some money, this is how you do it. Great sense of humor. Will it survive today? Yes, it would. It came out not too long ago. Most, like 90% of these movies, 95, 99% (laughs) might still survive today. Like they're not like, maybe like 2010s, like there would be iffiness, but like Mm -hmm. these are pretty new movies. Yeah, It, it was a pretty great movie. Um, I, you have I, not seen it, have you? No, I don't yeah. like. I, I've watched like, I've watched the prequels oh, okay. to the Star Wars movies, and I was like, okay. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the first three were mostly about government stuff, so they're not that exciting. Yeah, but like that's what like that's what starts the whole thing. Mm, like technically, yeah, you should be going one, two, three, but you know, like four, five, no, six, but, like, first. No, but then I watched the like I watched them in order. Oh, you watched? All- I haven't even watched them in order. I've watched like all of them in order. Um, so you love Star Wars? No, <laughs> oh, you you've seen all of them? <laughs> well, like I wasn't. I I was told to watch all of them. It was forced and thrust upon me to watch all of them. Oh my! Um, because you know I'm just such a considerate, easygoing person. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I watched all of them i didn't enjoy them but i watched all of them i watched i like the harry potter movies more well i'll just put that yeah in there. i'm more of a harry potter gal um yeah yeah i don't love the star wars i think they're really entertaining i wouldn't i wouldn't go back and really watch them except maybe with nick because he said he's never seen them and wants to um but yeah i think rogue one is the only one i've repeatedly watched um, even if Jordan said he wanted to watch them, I'd be like, okay, we can put it on, and then I'm going to go scroll through my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I do that now with Candy Crush. <laughs> nice. Okay. okay. Last one? Um, oh, no. But okay. I have three more. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, wait. Can I? I'll go through all three of them really okay, quickly. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so it's Tangled, which is like a remake of the Rapunzel story. I think it's great animation. It's my second most favorite Disney princess movie. Um, I love Flynn Rider, the smolder. Um, If you've seen it, I think it's so cute. It's very emotional, very great. My second one is Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. That movie also made me fall in love with Ryan Gosling. There's that part when they do the dirty dancing thing and like he like, or like Emma Stone comes down in his arms and then like there's that look and I was like, oh. Wow, Emma Gosling is so hot. (laughs) And then it all comes together really well um, in the end. And then the last one is We're the Millers, which is uh, it was on par 22 Jump Street, but I think 22 Jump Street edges it ahead. Um, It's about like a family, an unconventional family, let's say, who does some drug smuggling. And Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Shows her yeah. range. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> still, that's kind of the same person. <laughs> nice. Um, I love all those movies. Um, I can't pinpoint a favorite coming up. I just have honorable mentions, I guess. Um, oh, I have one too. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go first. Oh my god, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, and the Deathly Hallows, the second one. I love that movie. I just saw that that it came up. Sorry, I'm only listing franchise things, but I just love that movie so much. Did we watch that one together? Uh, no, I think we watched part one together. Oh, okay. Or maybe it was part two. I can't remember. 
Part two was better. Yeah, part two was the best one. It's always the last one that's always the best. <laughs> Avengers part two. <laughs> yeah, because I like I think I like the conclusion. Like mm-hmm. part one sets it up, but it's always usually like a cliffhanger of some sort. But mm-hmm. then like part two is where you get the real like climax of the story and everything concludes. And I'm like, yeah. Ah, and always the big fight scenes. Yeah. There's a scene in part two that really fucks me up though. It's when that werewolf is like sucking on the he kills the he killed Ron's ex girlfriend and then he's sucking on her blood in front of them like she's like upside down and he's like sucking on her neck and that scene just like always fucks me up a little bit and I know it's supposed to be like symbolic of like oh god their childhood is dead now Hermione has no one to be jealous of or like be spiteful towards and she's the one who like blasts that werewolf away from um, Ron's ex but yeah that scene always messes me up because I don't like it. It's like a good, like, how to get rid of an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> get this serial killer to take over the school. <laughs> yeah, easy. Easy. Um, what are your final ones? Grand Budapest Hotel. I really enjoyed that movie. It was kind of quirky and weird. I've only seen it twice since it came out in 2014. Um, so I don't know if it's a favorite. It's just an honorable mention. Um, and I really enjoyed... Um, Silver Linings Playbook. Back in the day, I had very little internet, so I had downloaded this movie and I had rewatched this movie repeatedly for some reason. And my friends kept wanting to see it in theaters, and I kept saying sure. So I've seen it also so many times, paid and non-paid. I don't, I don't know why. It's like not that great of a movie. <laughs> this is like a reoccurring thing with you. Like <laughs> I just keep going to the theaters and spending money. <laughs> yeah, and it's not cheap. Yeah, uh, I got issues. I just like, oh, I'll spend time with you guys. Why not? We don't, we'll just sit here in silence watching this thing together. Which is like, how is this spending time together? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I want to say another Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is great. But yeah, I... soundtrack of both oh the Guardian God. of the Galaxy movies. Oh, Sean Wait. Gunn. Oh. <laughs> As <laughs> Sean Gunn. <laughs> Wait, James Gunn. The right the James Gunn. <laughs> Sean Gunn is Kirk. <laughs> no, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Great, like great. But like, yeah, he was great. James Gunn. He is my favorite. Um, he has now replaced Takai Watiki as my favorite director. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Did you want to do an honorable mention? Yes, but it's not because it's a favorite movie, but I because I really just want to bring it up. Um, so there's these two movies that came out in the exact same year. No strings attached and friends with benefits. Yeah. And for some reason, they're the exact same concept, and yet they both came out at the same time. So, like, two different like studios, directors, and like all these other people got sent the script, I guess, and then like still like made both of them. Like, maybe like this is how I know that friends with benefits was becoming a mainstream thing. Mm-hmm. This marked the like mainstream coming of friends with benefits Mm -hmm. so which is wild like what a glitch in the matrix (laughs) and that the two main leads got together and uh no wait yes oh the two main leads of the two separate movies got together okay Not Justin yes. Timberlake, who is happily married to Jessica Biel. And Natalie, or Natalie Portman, Portman. Who is happily married to the choreographer from Black Swan, Benji something. I forget his name. Yeah. Oh, good tippets. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird little thing that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love is beautiful. I don't know if that's the... the that's this is the, the takeaway. Show, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't... <laughs> that's not like the concept of that. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the concept to me. <laughs> Do you have an honorable mention? Um, no, I think I listed all of them. I'm sad. I'm sad that the series is ending because it's so like fun. Stay tuned for 2020 to 2029. Yeah, but like, hmm, what year? Which 2022? So seven years from now. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to have another episode until then, so <laughs> um, we're kidding. Um, thanks for joining us again this week. Go like us and follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. 
go listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube and go like us there as well. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.